Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Glenn Thanks Stuff podcast for today, July, I guess this is July the 3rd, 2022. How you doing? How you doing, yo? It's a good thing that I live in the South and can just talk slow because, uh, because if I was like a Yankee that talked really fast like this, I was on, like my podcast would be five minutes long. <laughs> but this way I can just say it slow. Um, people can take time to digest it. Not that there's so much substance there as much, but they can digest. They, they can just be like, that guy's crazy. And I just give you a little longer to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but I'm coming to the end of a vacation. I had, I had the Rona I talked about on the lab last podcast. I finally succumbed to the, to the Rona. And I think I just got run down. I think that's what it was. Um, and I kind of got slack on my vitamins. Who knows? Like, I'm not even a doctor. That's what's dicey about this whole thing is everybody's like, everybody knows so much about it that when you try to look up any information about it, when you actually get it, it's just like, man, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going on, you know? So, um, so yeah, I made it through that, and then I went on vacation, I went to the beach, and it's cool to unplug, man, it's cool to unplug and get away, um, from life a little bit, um, every once in a while, I'm, I haven't taken a vacation, um, or been away from, like, my job for that long, um, I can't remember. I don't think that I've ever, but with the COVID back to back with my vacation, I don't think that I've ever gone that long in my working career, you know. And I did start to get kind of stir crazy at the end of it because I'm so used to like being up in the middle of the night and st- I start grinding. Right? That's why I do. I just I I'll I'm used to like getting up at like three a.m. And my day starts and I'm productive and I just run like a wild person through the whole day and a lot of stuff gets done and, uh, and that's just my life. That's what I'm used to. And that's what I like. You know, if you, if I didn't like it, I wouldn't live that way. But, uh, but anyway, like I went down to the beach and, uh, and down in Tybee Island in, in Georgia was the beach that I went to. And it's really, I kind of like beaches like that, um, that are more quieter. You know, I remember going to uh, Myrtle Beach um, some years ago. And I've never been a fan of Myrtle Beach um, in South Carolina. I've never been a fan. I love South Carolina. Let me tell you something about South Carolina. Right here... If you ain't living in South Carolina, you ain't living where you're supposed to be living. I ain't saying that to attract everyone to move to South Carolina, you know. But South Carolina is like the best place in the world, you know. It just is. It's God's country is what it is. And I don't think there's nothing wrong with being proud of where you where you live at or where you come from, you know. I ain't always lived here my whole life. I moved here... When I was probably 10, maybe. And while we were at the beach, um, I'll just go on down this rabbit hole because it don't even matter. Like, I don't have to finish a thought. I'll try to circle back around to whatever I was talking about. But while we're at the beach, before I forget, 
Um, before we're at the end, this ain't scripted. None of this is scripted. I'm just talking to you. If this was scripted, it would be a bad script. You would be like a drunk guy wrote the script. You know, a drunk guy's not saying the script, but because I'm just saying it, but if I sat down and wrote this all out and it was this chaotic, then I would be like, this is like a drunk guy script. But anyway, while we're at the beach, uh, my brother told me that, um, that I used to hunt Bigfoot, right? When we, when we moved up here, um, when we were kids, uh, we moved onto this old, it's not a dirt road, but it's like a gravel road up here. There's not so much dirt roads like there are in other parts of the country. Like I remember in Florida, there was like dirt roads, but, um, but up here there's like gravel roads. Um, and we moved onto this gravel road into an old farmhouse. Right. And, um, like we had a bat in there and a snake in there and it was just like an old farmhouse on an old gravel road in the country. I would love to have that house now. Like that's a dream house to me, you know, but anyway, um, we moved there and I got obsessed with Bigfoot. I've always been, I I'm obsessed with stuff that makes my imagination go crazy. Like I still, I still like all the paranormal stuff. I like the, you know, the ghost stuff. I like the Bigfoot stuff, the UFO stuff. I'll even, I like the, I even like the mermaid, like our mermaids or like anything. Like I don't believe in mermaids. You're like, Oh my God, Glenn believed in mermaid. I don't even believe in the mermaids, but let me tell you something. When you look up mermaid pictures, like the skeletons they found and stuff, which are, I think that they're not real, you know, but it's kind of cool to live in a world where, um, at least in your head, where you live in a world where like, maybe, yeah, maybe. And that, that's kind of how, that's kind of how I have been as a kid, you know, um, I was, I was really into Bigfoot. And my brother reminded me of it. And I didn't really, I didn't really remember all the, all the details, all the deets, you know, some people say deets. I don't know why people say, give me the deets because details ain't that much harder to say. You know, I, I it, some stuff is like easier to say and then you shorten it down. You know, like when you're, when you're texting, you know, the kids are all, IDK. That means I don't know. You know, sometimes people text me stuff and I'm like, I don't even know what that means. Um, mine would say IDEK. Like, I don't even know. But it's called the IDEC. Um, so uh, I'll Google stuff because I'm like, what even does that mean? You know, so you being lazy just caused me like all this more work to do. Um, but I, I mean, I do it quietly. I don't tell nobody I'm doing it. I just do it. But anyway, um, Bigfoot. So he told me that I used to go check out this book every week at the library. And I remember I did check out this book a lot. Um, it was a book and in the book, there was the old famous pictures of, you know, Bigfoot. I think there was a big blurry, um, white one, you know, some, some, uh, albino Bigfoot. And uh, it, it would, all these pictures are blurry. You know, that's the main thing about Bigfoot pictures is that they blurry. But when you think about it, if you were seeing Bigfoot, you know, um, you'd be a little bit scared. You know, you'd be a little bit shaky. 
you'd be a little bit shaky. You'd be a little bit scared. And if you're holding this camera like you had back in the day, you know, I get, I get shaky when I ain't even, I'm not even scared, you know? So imagine if a Bigfoot was right in front of me, I'm going to be a little shaky. You know, all these people probably had their little, their little cheap androids, you know, from the Walmart. Yeah. Um, no, in, in all reality, they probably just had cameras that weren't very good because they was living back in the times when cameras ain't very good. Yeah. So just believe in it. That's just, it's just simpler. You know, if you just believe in something, let me tell you something. If you just believe in something and you can say that's a lazy man's, that's a lazy man's way out, Glenn. You know, you don't have to have a reason. You don't have to be have logic. You just say, I believe in it. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, right? But at the same time, do you want to live in a world where everything can be explained? You know, do you want to live in a world where you can give reason and rhyme to everything? No. That is a boring, stupid world. And I don't even want to live there. I don't even want to live in a world like that. I'm stretching right now. And that is the physical activity that I will participate in today. So, um, no, you don't want to live in a world like that. Like, imagine if you fall in love with someone, right? And you fall in love with this person. And you you try to figure everything out. Right. And you have it all, you know, like an outline to how you feel in your head. You know, that ain't even that ain't even nothing good. Right. That ain't even that takes away the wonder that takes away the you know, it's like you got to plan everything out in your life. That that ain't that don't even sound appealing to me, man. So I guess just naturally, um, I've always wanted to live in a world where the possibility is there. Let's just say it like that. Like, I like a world with possibility. And uh, and so my brother told me that I'd check out this book. It had a map of the United States and it had how many Bigfoot sightings were in each state. Right? And, and uh, he said that I bought this light and that I put it outside somewhere. I don't know, on a tree or somewhere. And I didn't, I don't remember like doing all this, but he just said he would watch me like, what is my brother's trying to catch Bigfoot? What is he doing? And uh, I guess that I just, it was like I did it with confidence. <laughs> like I knew what I was doing. I bought this here light because in the book it says that they like the lights, you know, maybe, I don't know. I don't know why I did that, but I thought it was kind of cool. But, uh, but just to get away for a while, like, I don't know, it was, it, it's nice, but at the same time, you're ready to get back, I'm ready to get back to, to regular, regular, regular life, and, uh, you know, that's what people that can't talk do, they say that I need, I need to have a podcast, seeing how I can't even talk good, seeing how I slur and stutter and stumble over my sentences and words, Maybe I should start a podcast, you know? Good God. But uh, but anyway, I like a good train wreck. What can I say? But uh, so when we're down at the beach, there was a, uh, we were out in the water and somebody had saw like a big fish out in the water, right? So we're all out in the water. We're, uh, 
you know, walking around me and I think one of my kids and one or two of my nephews was with us. And I saw a fin pop out of the water. Okay. A fin. So more than likely, a lot of people are saying that was a dolphin. Okay. It was a shark. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I rescued everyone. And uh, that's just my truth. And uh, that's the what, you know, because in my scenario, I got everybody out of the water. Come on, let's get out of the water, get out of the water, get out of the water. Everybody out. Now, I didn't tell nobody that I seen the shark, right? Or I seen the fin. I ain't even going to lie to you. I didn't see the shark. I seen the fin, right? And it was probably, I don't know, it was not far away. And, um... And let me drink out of I've got my water bottle here. It's a it's a reusable water bottle because of the earth and uh and the turtles and stuff like that. And so uh so I got everybody out of the water. So pretty much I'm a hero. You know? And I don't you know, I don't do brave things like that to uh you know, for the glory. You know, but I'm just telling you, when you listen to this podcast, you're listening to a hero talk. You know, that's what I should change this. The name of the podcast shouldn't be Glenn Thinks the Podcast no more. It should be Hero Talk, you know, uh, because I saved everybody from a shark attack. Could it have been a dolphin? Why are we here? We're not here to split hairs. You know, we're not here to argue. You know, I am a hero because I saved everyone from shark attack and I'm just living my truth right now. So, you know, I got in, I, I, we got out and then, you know, I told my, my sister and brother-in-law, you know, and I, I think my sister minimized that, you know, like it was probably like just a dolphin or something, but I'm really, you know, I, I choose to believe my story, you know, it, it's kind of, and that don't mean that don't make it like it's really, this is what really happened. That just, I mean, because because it's kind of like if you, you know how people will get an outfit and they'll, they'll, uh, they'll put on the outfit and they'll be looking in the mirror like, oh, I look so good. No, you just put something on your body that made you look different. You know, it's some clothes that some kid made in a sweatshop somewhere and you put them on, you put on these cloths that are, you know, have thread going through them in a certain pattern and, and that's what makes you look different. You're still raggly, you know, you're still raggly, but you think you got the fresh, you got the fresh threads on, fresh threads. But, uh, that was harder for me to say than it should have been. But anyway, you know, I'm a shark attack survivor. I think that I've said that before when I've been at the beach. You know, it's just, I'm just, but this time I'm a hero. I didn't just run, you know, but I showed a lot of more people how to run out of the water. So, uh, so that's good, you know, but, uh, what else did we got? We went to this like wildlife place. And at first when we went there, I was like, I was like, this is a bummer because whenever you see there's something when you're younger about zoos and places like SeaWorld and stuff like that, that you're like, oh, it's cool animals. But then when, you know, the older I've gotten, I'm like, you know, it's kind of a bummer 
to uh it's kind of a bummer to see animals in them kind of places you know but when we went there the more that I looked around and looked around I was like this is this is bad but they like rescue animals there and they'll like let them back loose after a while so I was like okay well maybe this place ain't so bad they showed they were had this video of uh of them pulling a straw out of a turtle's nose and it's really a bummer man I was like man I paid to come in here and watch this you know it's like people that pay for stuff suffering what do you call that is that called a sadomasochist I don't even know what that is let me look that up hang on sadomasochist let's see sado masochism i'll look that up sadomasochism um oh lord that's a sexual thing the the deriv derivation i don't know even derivation of sexual gratification from the infliction of physical pain or humiliation either on another person or oneself well so what's just masochism Masochism and sadism are both about the enjoyment of pain. Masochism refers to the enjoyment of experienced pain, while sadism refers to the enjoyment of inflicting pain on someone else. So, let's see. Let me think about this for a minute. Masochism refers to the enjoyment of experiencing pain. Like, if it's pain, like, if it's a little bit of pain, you'd be like, ooh, you know? You know, like, if you if you have, like, a little rash or something on your arm and you're, like, you know, you scratch it and it, yeah, I understand that a little bit, you know? Like, if, if you have some dry skin, like, you have some eczema, say you have a little bit of eczema and it's just, you're scratching it so good to where it even hurts a little bit, you know? So I guess I'm kind of an eczema masochist a little bit. But uh, sadism refers to the enjoyment of inflicting pain on someone else. I don't even think I want to hurt nobody, you know? I don't think that I would am a... Because that's almost like a sadist would be like a bully. You a bully. Sadist sounds worse, though. You're a sadist. I don't know. I don't even know. Anyway... Uh, what am I talking about? What even was I talking about? I was talking about, oh, and I got to tell you, I got to talk about the guy who threw cake at the Mona Lisa. That reminds me. So, uh, so anyway, uh, I was like, well, I paid for, maybe they're, so they're the sadists. The people at the museum are the sadists, you know, but it's for good reason. They're inflicting pain on you, like emotional trauma, because they're like, look at us pulling the straw out of a turtle's face you know, with pliers and the turtles bleeding. And I'm like, ah, because I like turtles. Turtles, man, I've always kind of identified with turtles. I've always loved turtles. They're not very, I don't know. I can connect with the turtle. I've always been able to connect with the turtle. I'm the guy that'll stop and not get the turtle out of the road too, man. Like, I just, I, I think they're really cool animals. They're like kind of like little dinosaurs, you know, that just take their houses everywhere. And I think that I would like to be that. You know, if I was an animal, 
a turtle would be pretty cool. If anything messed with you, you just go in your shell. Get on. Get. But, uh, but anyway, so maybe they're the sadists. Maybe the people at the museum or the, or the nature or wildlife place, maybe they're the sadists. They're like, look at it. Look what you've done. And you're like, man, I just wanted large sweet tea is all I want. I'm sorry about it, you know. A lot of things that you do in your everyday life ain't even good for the planet. Ain't even good for the planet. So, uh, so anyway, we did that. And then, like, and then, um, what else happened? Oh, my, my, my brother-in-law went to the, uh, and I can say this because my nephews will never hear this podcast, but my brother-in-law and sister went to a gift shop and they got shark teeth to like (laughs) sprinkle out for uh for their kids to find right like they would just be walking and throw some shark teeth down and the kid like the kids would be like i found three shark teeth and i'm like man that's great my parents never loved me that much you know but uh it's good to love your kids you know is the moral of the story but anyway, so anyways, um, what else can I talk about here? So unless you're living under a rock, you heard about the guy who threw the piece of cake at the Mona Lisa, right? There was a video floating around that I saw on Twitter of this guy and he threw cake at the Mona Lisa. And so I was like, well, I got to know what that's about. So uh, because you just don't throw cake at the Mona Lisa, right? Um that just ain't something that you're supposed to do. So I was like, well, let's get to the bottom of this. So I found this this uh, news article. This happened like a while back, like a month or two ago. And uh, I found this article. Um, this is from NPR. And it says a man in a wig was detained after throwing a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa. A man who seems to have been disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair threw a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa in Paris. Video posted on social media shows security guards at the Louvois Museum escorting the man away Sunday as he spoke in French about the planet. Think of Earth. There are people who are destroying the Earth. Think about it. Um, Artists tell you, think of the Earth. That's why I did this, he says. I don't know why I read it like that, because I guess, cake. (laughs) According, he says, according to the Associated Press, another video shows someone clearing the cake off the glass, protecting the Mona Lisa as onlookers held up their phones to film the incident's aftermath. The 36-year-old man was detained and sent to a psychiatric unit, according to the AP. Um, The original Mona Lisa was painted by Leonardo da Vinci, one of the Ninja Turtles between 1503 and 1519. Uh, the oil painting hangs in the Lavoie's largest room. You like how I say that? It sounds sexy, don't it? According to the museum's website, this isn't the first time the iconic painting has run into trouble. The protective glass was put up after it was damaged in an acid attack during the 1950s. In 1911, I might as well just read the rest of it. The Mona Lisa disappeared from the museum for more than two years. There were no hints on where it could be until someone tried to sell the painting to an Italian art dealer who informed authorities. So the Mona Lisa was recovered and her fame was all the greater. The Lavoie says on its website. So, uh, so anyway, why are people hating on the Mona Lisa? If you see the Mona Lisa, 
like I'm looking at a picture of the Mona Lisa right now. I don't understand who could hate on the Mona Lisa, you know? And I kind of don't understand. I mean, it's all right. It's all right. I guess it's because it's Leonardo da Vinci. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like famous people who put out crap and everybody goes goo-goo over the crap, you know? But if you really look at the Mona Lisa, I guess it's all right. I mean, it looks like just some random woman from Kmart, you know, that's dressed of in olden garments, I guess, you know? I mean, I like to see it. Maybe it's one of them things, if you see it in person, you would just, maybe I would go to the Lavoie, uh Museum and I would see the Mona Lisa and I'd be like, dang, Mona Lisa be looking good. You know what I'm saying? Which that's probably not, I mean, that's not Glenn. Have some culture about you. Yeah, I wouldn't do that for real. You know, I wouldn't really make a scene. But, uh, but anyway, like you throw cake at it because of the earth. If you're trying to convince somebody to do something, you know, throwing cake at a, you know, I don't know, at a painting, how's that going to make people recycle, right? I mean, I got my little water bottle here. I'm protecting the earth. I'm doing what the earth, you know, I don't get no cake. Yeah, if you throw cake at like a fat guy, now, that's a way to get somebody to do something that you want them to do, you know? You throw them a piece of cake, man, I'm going to throw a little Swiss cake roll at old, at old Belly Rolls over there. You know, he might do what you want him to do, you know? He might roll over. <laughs> he might roll over or something, like do a trick. I don't know. Throwing cake at a painting, though, don't seem right. And throwing a Throwing cake at a painting, like, look at Mona Lisa. Poor old Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa's been dead for a long time, you know? And it looks like if you look at it, I wonder how long you had to sit still, you know, for somebody to paint you. I guess it depends on, like, the... Because if you go to a theme park or something or a fair, they'll have the caricature people, you know, and you ain't got to sit that long. Mona Lisa looked like she was sitting for a while, she just looks uncomfortable. Like she's holding one of her hands. That hand looks like it's cramping. It's like she's, she's the smile. It's like she's tired of smiling. If you look at Mona Lisa, she looked tired of smiling. You know, I'm going to Google it and see if I can find it. How long, how long, Glenn Google stuff, did Mona Lisa have to sit there? How long did Mona Lisa... Uh, I'll say, how long did Mona Lisa painting take? How about that? Oh, good old brain. All right, let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Leonardo begins painting the Mona Lisa, which he will work on for four years, according to Leonardo da Vinci's biographer, Giorgio Vasari. Ralph Fael arrives in Florence and visits Leonardo's studio. Leonardo is appointed, blah, 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 blah. No one even cares about history. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just want to know. Um, well, hang on. That says, begins painting the most, which he will work on for four years. 
But if you go right down, it says it took approximately 16 years to paint the Mona Lisa. He painted the Mona Lisa between 1503 and 1519. However, scholars, and Lord knows we got to listen to the scholars. Um, hang on. Like, let's see. All those scholars tend to debate the exact timeline of the portrait's completion. Um, okay. So it took somewhere between four and 16 years to paint the Mona Lisa. That's a long time to sit there. No wonder she looks kind of unhappy, right? So maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what's amazing about the Mona Lisa is this old, this old broad sat there for four years, you know, sat in one spot for four years. That's a long time to sit. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that's the story for, uh, for you. Um, what else do I got to talk about today? I mean, I really ain't got a whole lot more to talk. There really ain't, there really ain't a whole lot more to talk about. Um, but I wanted to talk about, let's see, I talked about the Bigfoot stuff. I talked about the beach. I talked about the turtles. Um, yeah. That's summertime. I hope everybody's enjoying your summertime. I hope everybody's staying cool. I'd rather be too hot than too cold. Like not in the summertime, I ain't trying to be hot. It's not great to be hot. But man, when it's the winter and you get chilled to the bone, you're just thinking about summertime. You think about super soakers. Remember when we were little and we had super soakers? I wanted to bring that up. And that was my segue into it. I was like, I don't even know how I'm going to bring up super soakers. I'm just going to start talking. Maybe they'll come up, you know, because they do come up in everyday life. You remember super soakers when we were young? There was like the, there was like the name brand super, super soakers. And in my case, it was the name brand super soakers that my friends had. It wasn't no super soakers in my house. We got the off brand super soakers. We got the, the, the homeschool super soakers, right? But my friends had the real super, the real super soakers. That changed the the water gun game. You know, I when you were when you first got hit or hit somebody with the super soaker, you know, you remember the original one with like the green water bottle that went on top of it, and it was like neon yellow or neon green, like the actual gun part, and you would pump it up. And just drill somebody. And then they came out with the super soakers that were like, they were like, you could, you could probably put somebody's eye out, which there were a lot of toys that were cool, like lawn darts and stuff like that when I was younger, that there was a little danger. There was a little danger, you know, involved with these kind of toys. But you remember the super soakers? You know, I remember one of my friends even had like the backpack. It was like a flamethrower super soaker, right? But there were the ones, and you could just hit somebody, and it stung. If you were at close range, and you always wanted to hit somebody where it would sting, you know, you didn't want to hit them where it wouldn't sting. You know, if you're far away, if you're far away from somebody, and you got a water gun, like a powerful water gun, you're just going to hit them if you can hit them, right? But it's kind of like splashing somebody. If you're in the pool or in the ocean, you're a kid, and you splash somebody, if they're far away, you just want to hit them, you know? But if they're at close range, you want to make it count. You want to hit them in the face. You know, if you got a super soaker, 
I want to hit you in the face. I want to hit you in the neck. I want to hit you somewhere that this is going to bother you <laughs> a little bit. But uh, I always wanted a super soaker. But we just got like the, I don't know. I, I, it's like my parents were like, well, that's the best bang for the buck. We can get them a set of three water guns for the price of a super soaker. You know, that ain't how my parents talk. But uh, I, that's how they talked in my head when I was little. But I just wanted a super soaker. But it's all good, you know. Uh, I'll work it out in therapy someday, you know, that I never had one. But anyway, um, yeah, I hope everybody's having a good summer. That's so stupid. God, this podcast is so stupid. Um, I hope that everybody's having a good summer. I am. You know, I, I got me a little break, but I'm ready to get back to it. Um, I got a lot going on. I'm house shopping right now. I got all the paperwork right with the bank. I'm going in to sign some stuff this week and get that all squared away. Um, the housing market is not great, you know, right now. So I don't know how this is going to go. We're going to see. We're going to see how this goes. But, uh, but anyway, life is good. I really can't complain, man. I really can't complain. Life is good. I started reading me a little Stephen King book um, on my vacation. It's just starting to get good. Um, so I'm going to work on that, finish that up. It's called, what's it even is it called? The Institute. The Institute is what it's called. So, uh, so that's what I'm enjoying right now. And the new Stranger Things dropped, and I ain't watched that yet. I don't know. I probably binge through it, you know, sometime soon. Um, so that's exciting. I started watching the new. It's not new, but it's uh, they just dropped a new season. It's the Umbrella People off of Netflix. Um, I started to watch that, and it's really it's really cool, man. It's really a good vibe that I get off that show. It's kind of like Stranger Things, um, fantasy. It's kind of like a fantasy type vibe to it, but it's not real comic booky. I could see where it could be comic booky, but it's really it don't. I don't know. I'm not big into comic booky movies and stuff like that. Like I'm just am not. It just doesn't. I read comic books when I was younger, but I the it just it's too much. You know, <laughs> it's a lot. I watch a Batman or something like that, but it's just a lot. When you watch those movies and everything's just outlandish, outlandish, that's outlandish. Man, that's like, I talk like a 90-year-old. That's That was just downright outlandish is what that was. That is outlandish. Quit being so outlandish. I think I'll start saying that. That's kind of a dramatic word or extra. You so extra, Glenn. I know I am boo, but, uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, I reckon that's about all I got to say about it. Um, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I did get another one out. See, I, I didn't go months at a time. Um, so there you go. Everybody stay safe. Uh, be careful of the jellyfish. You know, I started when I go to the ocean now, um, I ain't even gonna lie. I wear some underwear up under the, uh, up under, cause you just have that mesh, you have that mesh, uh, lining of a bathing suit. I don't know who came up with that. 
I don't know who come up with that, right? But you get you some boxer briefs or something. If you a man, let me give you a piece of advice. Ladies, have a good time. You can go ahead and end the podcast here. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys, I'm going to share some wisdom, some life wisdom with you. Um, You need you some boxer briefs with the mesh lining in addition to. I don't know who came up with that. Let's come up with some like fishnet underwear for everybody to wear. But ain't nothing worse than a tentacle on a testicle. I'm going to just leave it at that. All right. All right. Guys, take care. Have a fun summer. I'll talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.